0: Hey everybody, uh, welcome to episode 9 of the Sculpting Podcast. Trevor Eichstrom here with Wally Bullard. How's it going? And as usual, this is the No Bullshit, we talk about competitive magic podcast, so we're going to hop right into it. And obviously the biggest news in magic today is the banning that is obviously going to have massive effects on Standard. The specifics of the banning are the Jace the Mind Sculptor and Stoneforge Mystic. We're both banned. Wally, first reaction.
1: Um, unnecessary. Um I don't know, it's it's one of those things like and I understand one or the other. They are both very, very powerful. Um, but both seems too much. It seems like I've never had a problem meeting either of them. Uh so here we are, now not being able to play both. Like I went so far as to build a model blue deck that way in case so, if we got banned, I would have a deck, And then I built a model Y deck, so if Jace got banned, I would be able to play so i So, I spent like a whole week rebuilding decks deck because, like, all my plans were just ruined because they ended up banning both. Well, I figured one or the other, but both just seems ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I completely agree. And it's just unfortunate because Jace is such a sweet card to play with, and he really has defined, you know, tournament scene for like two years. You know, which is, which is fine. Like, cards do that. Like, that's just the natural progression of the game. And I think the biggest reason this happened is that we got to that natural progression so much faster because of the TCG player in the Star City Games tournaments. But that week in, week out, like, perfecting of the deck was what kind of, like, forced this all to happen at a faster rate than it ever has in the past.
1: Yeah, it seems, I mean, they just just still down to the best 75 that it could be as quickly as possible. And people, you know, were playing the best deck instead of trying to beat it, which is fine. But you have, you know, a player like Connolly Woods who's playing, you know, that deck at a Grand Prix, which he is known to build new decks just kind of beat the format, break the format. And so, I mean, you know that it's just people playing the best deck and not even trying. And so I think if more people spent time, you know, if you tried to beat it, you could beat it. And you didn't leave yourself open to losing to everything else, you know. Like, you can just run majors playing if you're playing green or, like, there just seemed like too many answers.
0: To yeah. done that way. People just did not try hard enough. Like, I know like I know, the other argument is that, like, the deck rewarded skill, and so games became more like, almost like chess matches, matches. but they were, like, they were really fun. Like, it was super interactive, it wasn't luck-based. Like, for the competitive player, like, the Cobblade Mirror was kind of like the way you define yourself as the better player. Which stands, like, in stark contrast to the way, you know, for example, like, the Jund mirror would go. <laughs> Which was basically, you're on the play, you hit Bloodbraid and a you won. <laughs> so, I don't know, I'm super bummed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, there's a, a magic show interview with Aaron Forsythe that's number 193A, we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and about halfway through, or about five minutes in, Aaron Forsythe starts talking about how, you know, when Junk was the monster in the room, it wasn't that people were trying to beat it, they were all just playing it. And so, and he says the reason it got so good is because you had 10,000 players playing it for nine months. Well, we had, you know, 5,000 players playing it every weekend, for, you know, playing Duty every weekend for three months. Yeah. It's, it just got better, faster than they are used to seeing and This isn't going to change. No the next time the best new
0: deck shows up yeah, and that's that's what I'm worried about is that every season we'll have a best deck on the like star city TCG pl- player tour, and it'll kind of get distilled into its best form, and everyone will just play that because they reward consistent results in that tournament, like in that series of tournaments, like it doesn't matter if you top eight, like it's just you got keep top thirty two ing top thirty two ing and you end up getting a lot of money. Right, so you might as well play the same deck again and again and again, and then play the best deck also again and again and again.
1: Well, no, there's going to be 50 Grand prix, right? So there's yeah. going to be two weekends where there's not a Grand Prix. So just imagine how many, I mean, it's just going to get distilled so much faster. So you're going to have high-level players playing the best deck and finding out how to play it. So when everyone plays the best deck, everyone's deck is tuned to beat the best deck, and then they just end up winning yeah. But, I mean, right before the banning, um, you know, the last couple decks that have
0: been winning were, like, vampires. And, like,
1: Koldoza Red, what well, was in the top eight of the
0: last turn, you know? Yeah, I mean... And it's, it's not unbeatable. Yeah, and here's the thing, too. This is what... And I kept tweeting about this, and I kept emailing Wizards of the Coast, not that it did any good, but I kept saying, just ban the Batterskull. Like, without Batterskull... Like Cobblade is, is very beatable by aggressive red strategies. Like or just aggressive strategies in general without Batterskull just aren't like Cobblade isn't that good. Like it's a weak matchup. Even L S V said after playing in the GP with Cobblade for like whatever fifteen rounds, he was like, Yeah, like I really did not want to play red players because it's a really bad matchup for me. Yeah. Even and that's with Batter Skull. Take away Batter Skull and like there's no chance. Like, at the, at the game day I played at, I played against straight, you know, aggressive decks throughout the entire match. It was always batter field that won me matches. Without that, like, I would really have to innovate and, like, have to change out my deck, which I could, but then it would make me weaker to, like, the mirror or weaker to other things. Like, we would go back to, an, like, a rock, paper, scissors meta where, like, we have three or four of the best decks and they each beat one and lose to another. And, like, that's where we want to be. And I just think Banning Batter's school Would have done that People lose out A $20 card You only have to ban it For three months You let people Keep their Cobblade decks Keep their Jaces Keep their Stoneforge Play their event decks I think it just Would have solved The total package I don't even think They considered it
1: No it doesn't Like it's because they're, you know, they're trying to Sell product right And so
0: Like
1: yeah. obviously
0: They're not going to Ban a card But it why ca- people Are buying these Yeah it just came out I mean yeah I mean I I get that But the other thing is Is like I have no incentive to want a batter skull now. Like, it costs 5, and it's a 4-4 four, four lifelink. Like, yeah, that's that's good still, but, like, if I'm paying 5, like, I can pay for Baneslayer. Like, I don't I know. Want like, your engine, which is just
1: better, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, there's just so much better things to do. Like, with Stoneforge, yeah, it was really awesome. Without Stoneforge, it's, like, it's okay, but it's, it's there's a lot of better things to do with your mana at that point.
1: Yeah, and just you know I played against elves, like we know like you know, your brother Tyler, he plays this elves deck and it's Cobble Scouts and Lead the Stampede and it's hard to beat.
0: Yeah, oh it's really hard. Even with better school, that deck's hard to beat because of the yeah, velocity that comes at you with back
1: for you know, six hundred damage or whatever on turn seven. Yeah. And you're just dead.
0: Yeah, and I mean in like the metagames we played in, like our cobblade list never took out Day of Judgment. Because, like, there wasn't enough other Cowboy players, and aggressive decks are always there. But, like, a Cowboy player without Dave Judgment in his list, I think would lose 70-80% of the time to that elves list.
1: Oh, yeah, in our meta, it would be insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it would just just dominate most of the time. And, you know, I don't know, I I just, I think the Pro Tour meta is one thing, and I think... People read into that metagame too much and they don't actually go to their FM and then see, oh wait, there's only like two Cobblade players here out of like the 16 people.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? And so then, like, <laughs> I just configure my sideboard to have five or six cards that are good for that matchup and like I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, and
1: that like plays zero, or plays zero main deck artifact removal. Zero cards.
0: Which one? Else. Oh, well, it plays Viridian Corruptor, usually, main.
1: Okay. Like, but, like, a one or two of, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But, I mean, like, I mean, it does have like, green suns, fours, green suns, and, like, usually one Viridian Corruptor and maybe one slime. So, like, there's yeah, kind of, like, six ways. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, it's not, you know... So, no, I mean, like, it does play main deck artifact removal, but it's not, like, you're going to get it every time. Like, you... Yeah, can-
1: it just... And it just seems like that that's the answer. Like if artifacts are dominating the format, which is what it is, don't you know, don't buy into that Stoneforge is the reason they're so good. Right? Like the, the equipment themselves are powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah. But Stoneforge makes them if you crush it, yeah.
1: Then it, I mean, just have answers, right? Like there's ways to kill Stoneforge Mystic. There's yeah. ways to kill the equipment there. You know, it's not like we're viling in an indestructible equipment with an indestructible creature, Yeah, you
0: know? I mean, I get, like, the, I mean, the biggest argument was, like, just against the progressive nature of the deck, and that, like, it attacked from many ways, like, it had Hawks, and Chase, and Stoneforge, and so equipment, and, like, you know, counter spells to back it all up, like, but yeah, but that's, just, like, that's a good deck, I mean, like, it attacked from a lot of angles, it had cheap, efficient spells, it did cool things, like, it's just a good deck, and... I don't know, like, like we've been saying, there were ways to attack it, and I don't think enough people on the Pro Tour did, and so that's why I blame the TCG, Star City tournaments for the banning. Yeah, <laughs> without a doubt, and it was, you know, people not wanting to beat it,
1: people just wanting, wanting to have consistent finishes, which is, you know, it's understandable because that's what's being rewarded. Yeah, that's, you know, a, that's what's it, being rewarded. Not, if you got points for every time you get a cop like you better believe it. everyone's attacking Main Deck shatters or yeah. nature's plan. Well, It's, it's the way money.
0: it's the way they set up the incentives, right? They set up the incentives for consistent play, and so you're going to play the most consistent deck that you know the best, and you're going to bring every tournament. So yeah, if they, they they need to change the incentives. time.
1: Really. There's never really time to ruin a new deck. Yeah. Right? They, you know, yeah. you you play. You know, you get there Friday.
0: Yeah, I mean basically the so, Saturday,
1: Sunday, and then you know travel home work. Yeah, you know, for, for and like then go again. Like there's just never time to build and brew.
0: Yeah, for like the every week guys, like that's exactly it. And so then you're basically relying on like the local guys, you know, like guys like you and I who like don't travel every tournament, but if there's one in our backyard, we'd go, you know, and bring our local brew, right? But you're relying right. on those guys to break through this already massively talented group of players that's playing every week and be able to showcase their deck in the top eight or something like that. And, and
1: that's what you see. Like It's like every Callblade deck that, or every non-Callblade deck that was in the top eight was just like normally like just some guy, right? Like, yeah. It's like, a level six. It's just like a guy that... Brought his deck that he's been playing and he's been
0: beating Cobbley, you know, at his
1: store in his meta. Yeah. And well, just continue to do it. And
0: it's Matt Landstrom, like perfect example, yeah. like brings vampires and just cleans up at two tournaments in a row, one two, one back to back tournaments. Why? Because everyone else is playing Cobbley, <laughs> and vampires has a pretty good matchup against it. Yeah,
1: and, and vampires has a ton of bad matchups, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like it's for sure. Hard to beat, it just really beats Callblade. Yeah, I mean... I, I can it, speak to that. I mean, I've lost the Vampire playing Cobblade.
0: Sure, yeah. I mean, it really beats Cobblade without Dave Judgment. <laughs> like, three main deck Dave Judgments or and, like, day two day Gideons. Day. And then then the matchup flips on its head. But that's not what the lists were. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I was... Uh, obviously, any a banning happens, like, you're going to be upset. Like... You lost cards that you like to play with, and that always sucks. I just think there were a couple different ways they could have done it. Um, definitely, the batter skull banning I thought was kind of the most elegant solution to keeping everything in play. And then, were unbans in three months, so you know you get you get it right back um, or four months or whatever it is. So I don't know. Wish they would have done that, but they didn't. Now. We got to move on. As I as I tweeted to Brian David Marshall, my favorite card is gone. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> yep. So while we're at the drawing board, what are some new ideas for this new standard going forward?
1: I'm just gonna play Splinter Clan.
0: Yeah, it really seems like I mean everyone's talking about Balakut being like the deck to beat, but like. I mean, Valdeck good, but it's gonna have to start main decking answers to Splinter Twin because Splinter Twin's just faster. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it'd it, it have to play Nature's Claim, right? Because it's it's the the green, it's the answer to enchantments, right? And it's his speed.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it has to, but like, the problem with Valakit, like you and I both played the deck, like. Every card that isn't, like, dedicated toward your ramping plan is, like, a liability. Like, even, like, Avengers Zendikar, like, is, like, a liability in the deck. It's like, well, I don't really want this Avenger. I want a Primeval Titan. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's
1: just dead sometimes, right? Like, yeah. You don't want to play it because they're just going to
0: kill it. Yeah, like, the deck is very tuned to going, like, you know, 1, 3, 6, you know, 8, dead. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like, cards like that, you know, slow down your curve and, and take up valuable deck space. But I think they're gonna have to run it. Like I don't see any other way. But and yeah. I also but I also think like Splinter Twin has the advantage of having like I mean my list runs ten main deck counter spells, so like I'm literally just gonna counter everything they do. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then <laughs> especially now that you're not playing Jace. Filter, right? but, yeah, there's
0: even more yeah. counter spells. I just took him out, put counter spells and Gattasian probes in, so I just yeah, get,
1: there's just more room.
0: yeah. I'm mean, I just gonna look at their, I just gonna look at what they're, what they have going on, and then be like, okay, like counter, 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 counter. Okay, you're gonna resolve that Primeval Titan, you're tapped out, I win. <laughs> yeah. Like nice Primeval Titan. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of good
1: when
0: you're swinging with a billion dudes. Yeah, so I, yeah, I mean that's gonna be my deck of choice, but the other lists and then some people yeah so let's go over what other people talking about them maybe what we're kind of brewing um you know to be honest like birthing pod decks seem like they they can kind of like fit a niche um they have to pack some like removal some answers for splinter twin obviously otherwise they're just kind of sol like that's i, mean, not, I think deck that wants to play titan is
1: a lot better now because yeah like rug they're not they're not gonna get banned right um
0: Yeah, I think rugs a lot better. I think um, I think ball gets better. Um, I don't know. Like if we could. Almost
1: playable, right? What's that?
0: There's
1: some of the craters, like the black uh the red one.
0: Yeah, um, I, yeah, I still think the white ones. The white one's, the white um,
1: ones
0: are really good. Yeah. I. I yeah. Think, if Alan but,
1: Storm's a lot better now, right? Because yeah. Because you don't have to be afraid of getting unsummoned with Jace. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone that's going to play unsummoned. Like, yeah. The
0: <laughs> in the deck. Well, especially when Vapor Snags, the same thing, and they have to lose a life, too.
1: That's true. But even then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, you yeah, know, like, not, um... It's not
1: a card I play on playing.
0: Like, Mono Black could definitely see a resurgence. Um, but, like, my I, like the deck I put together is is, like, back to, like, old-school blue-white control, where it's, like wall of them and spreading seas and then like you just kind of wait until you get your frost titans and your bane slayer angels online so like that's kind of like one of the approaches I've taken Um and kind of like it was a sad day yesterday I sat down and pulled out all my stoneforge and jaces and equipment out of all my decks and was like yeah this sucks
1: <laughs> yeah my commander deck got a ton better after the banning so. <laughs>
0: yeah um, the other thing that's interesting have
1: 6 extra stone I, really Let
0: me know. <laughs> I think what's interesting is that people, because like Cobblade isn't going to be so dominant, is that people are going to cut down on their main deck artifact removal again. And so like, decks that kind of thrive on artifacts could definitely see a resurgence. And the one I'm kind of thinking of right off the bat is the quest deck. Um, yeah, I think, I think we could, the quest
1: deck probably has a chance now.
0: Yeah, I think we could totally see a resurgence of the quest deck. And it actually got a pretty powerful tool in Pure Steel Paladin. Um, which is a pretty little, pretty sweet little card. Uh, I read a lot of like tournament reports about the block constructed um, Pro Tour, and that card just seems like there's some situations you can get in where you know it's really good. And, like obviously you have much more removal, you know, in standard than in, in block, but you know there's a lot of situations where people were drawing just a ton of cards <laughs> off of those guys.
1: And, and I've been working on a. Uh A Splinter Twin deck, but that that plays white, but isn't, um, I mean, obviously you can't wait for the Stoneforge Mystic version, but the, uh, you know, playing Luminarch Ascension and then playing some, like, proliferate spells, uh, just as a, an alternate win condition.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's actually a great idea because someone will dedicate, like, too many of their resources toward just keeping you off of your Luminarch, and then all of a sudden you whack on with the Splinter Twin combo. Yeah. Which which seems pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can't beat them one way, beat them the other way.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely some innovative lists out there. In fact, I've actually been marginally impressed with uh, Smitty over at 60cards.com. His birthing pod lists have gotten pretty cool, and he has one up. If you want to check it out, it's a rug one that basically plays Splinter Twins. Uh, actually, give me ten seconds, and I'll pull up the list.
1: Okay. And um, while you're doing that, I'm, you know, I'm starting to get a little more excited about uh, Grand Architect. That, that I have one kind of sleeved up right now. I've been messing around with. Um, it did get a lot worse, well, when I couldn't brainstorm every turn or to, like, get Sweet Artifact or Treasure Mages or something, but, uh, it was a cool interaction with, uh, Spot, the Spine of Ish Sop, uh, Phyrexia Metamorph. Yeah. And, uh, Phyrexia's Core. So you can copy the Spine with the Metamorph and then sack it to, the core to gain a life, and then when the it the graveyard, the last information about was, was the spine to the back can, and it
0: kind of lets you like play in the spine a lot in one turn. Yeah, you just cool. cycle it. Yeah. So the deck list he puts out is it's it's pretty cool. I think if you're interested in these kind of decks, you should definitely check it out. But it definitely needs birthing pod to kind of be super powerful, but. Yeah, I mean, it's four Lotus Cobra, four Nest Invader, four Birds of Paradise, Deceiver Exarch, four Acidic Slime, two Metamorph, three Vengevine, two Frost Titan, one Worm Quail Engine, three Burling Pod, and three Splinter Twin. And, like, it definitely has some cool interactions. Like, whenever there's a Lotus Cobra, he can kind of do a lot of cool stuff um, with Burling Pod and kind of moving his way up the chain because he can just keep paying life and, like, maybe, like, two or three mana to, like, just keep sacking up the chain. And then putting Splinter Twin on a Sig Slime is like really good for land destruction, for artifact hate. Um, and then you can always sack the slime to go get your Frost Titan, which is like basically land destruction. So you can just tap you know, the land down. Um, so the deck of pa- and then of course you can always just like drop Deceiver and Splinter Twin it up. Like it does attacks on a lot of different angles, which I think Smitty's actually done a really good job of his decks lately. is building decks that do attack you know, like on a lot of different levels, um, but still kind of run at a consistent engine. I will say yeah. that any deck that like this that isn't running Preordain is probably a mistake, but you know, he's obviously tested it a lot and probably knows more about it than I do, so...
1: <laughs> I think um, naturalizing the cyborg over nature plan might be a bad decision, because I don't know that giving them four life is a big deal for this deck.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then sometimes, like... Like, excuse me,
1: I hope So... Yeah. Just for just thought of, you know... Yeah. Um, well, I'll be talking about it. No <laughs> so, the list, it just seems like the right decision would be to not play an afterlife.
0: Yeah. So, then a deck that I've been playing around a lot with, I think, becomes open because I think people are kind of not packing as much artifact hate is the Tezzeret is playing again with Tezzeret. Um he was also pretty powerful um, you know, block constructed and there was even a Tezzeret list in standard um, that kind of played like Vidalka and stuff so you know I haven't like gotten too far down the path yet but it's like Tezzeret and four tumble magnets is basically like what I know <laughs> and I think there's like two ways to do it either you put in like a big sword package where like you run like two of each sword And you just kind of like get them with Tesserit and then just hard cast them and like put them on Ink Moth Nexus. I have a list as Etch Champion, which seems really good. Like when you hook it up with a sword, like you can just kind of win with that. Um, And then the other list that I thought was kind of cool is the same Tesserit thing, four tunnel magnets, but then you bring in Lux Cannons and Surge Nodes and Voltaic Keys. Which just kind of allow you to, if you have a Voltaiki, a Surgeon, a Lux Cannon, you can just kill something every turn. <laughs> um, so it takes like a little bit to set up, but not too much. And so it's just kind of like some fun things you can do, and Tezzerid's digging, kind of acting as your Jace. And then if you ever need to, you just switch to the Aggro plan and, and just, you know, Tezzerid some artifacts and, and bash. <laughs> So, yeah, and and
1: I'd be trying to come up with a way to bring that mono like back deck with Karn and Gideon and some more the equipment package back to life. Um, and I'm just kind of stuck, but that's, that's what I'm working
0: on right now. Yeah, I was I was actually gonna, yeah, hold to brainstorm that a little bit, cause I had thought yeah. that the, that has some potential, and then. You know, Karn in the blue black list uh, would work really well too because there's a lot of um, Tesserit Gambit, Everflowing Chalice. Like, there's just a lot of stuff you're proliferating on, so that might be a place where we could fit Karn in actually. Yeah, we'll I be mean, generating uh, a lot of mana. We're playing him in mono
1: green, right? Um, and he's actually pretty ridiculous because it's like turn four. You know, you know, like you play your Dragon Titan. And then, like, if they don't answer that, like, or if they if they answer that like it's fine, like you're just gonna drop your car and kill their guy or yeah. get their hand. And so it, it it it's it's been working out pretty well. Um, so if if you're interested in, in mono agreeing, it's actually really powerful right now. I think it's about public as an option.
0: Yeah, I think if so too. I mean. I think it like the big problem with all those ramp decks. I still see, and like we talked about this earlier, is because without Jace, like people are going to be running like ten counter spells, and like even like Flores tweeted about that today. Like he thinks blue whites going to be like ten counter spells, Sun Titan, Banshee, Angel. and, yeah. like I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, and but I mean the, the
1: the thing about when you're playing mono green is like people are you know a little afraid of Sun like maybe not so much, but. Sure. It is. It is kind of a meeting for, uh, you know, you get their Titan or whatever you manage their Titan, yeah. and it's like their like, colossus, like you just. That's
0: hard for me. Yeah, I and mean, it's like the funny thing is, is like the bummer is like I always used to play that matchup. Like I would just try to stick a Jace, like because I played, that matchup a lot <laughs> against the guy who plays yeah. Mono Green. And, like, I was spend cobblade at the time, but, like, basically, I would actually board out, like, almost my entire cobblade package because I knew he was boarding in all his artifact removal. And yeah. I would just stick a Jace and try to protect it and just not care about anything else. Um, and sometimes I got lucky if he whiffed on, like, a summoning trap or you didn't have the trap or, like, you just got to counter everything or always, try to, like, you're just trying to get as many counters as you can in your hand. Because eventually, like, their deck just sits there and three mana, and you're doing nothing but drawing, like, Ulamog and Primeval Titan and stuff you can't cast. Yeah.
1: So, do you think that if Model Black doesn't see play, and I'm talking about uh, the Obliterator or than anything, that Dismember is going to be cut completely from, like, side across the world? Right? It, because, like, we, you know, it was used so you could kill Stoneforge Mystic on the draw. Right.
0: Yeah, I think it's still going to be used in every deck. I don't know if it'll be main deck much anymore. Um but like that's a problem I have with all my builds is that you know, I like to play blue white, I like to play blue black and like blue black it's not as big a deal cuz I have go for the Throat and doomblade. Like blue white like you still want to have that instant speed kill. That's true. Um, and so, like, I, you know, I definitely am still going to play it, because, like, Lotus Cobra is still out there. Um... Splinter Twin. Yeah, like, the yeah, the Splinter, 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 yeah, you can stop the Splinter Twin, which, you know, is pretty sweet. Um, so, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there that, like, I still want to kill. <laughs> um, yeah. that would make me main deck that. Um, and then, like, the life, the life was obviously an issue, and, like, with batter Skull, it wasn't, but, I mean, I play a main deck Baneslayer Angel, so... Um... I hope to, yeah,
1: to get, not, again not so much an issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to get I I'll get it back. <laughs> so Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I feel about Standard. I'm really bummed that I'm not gonna play, you know, my two of my better cards in Standard. Um I don't think it's gonna help like, the standard turnout at tournament. Um I think that people that play Cobblade will just not you know, they like, oh, whatever. You know, they will not care. And then, but you know, give it, give it three months. You know, and I, I don't even like. It doesn't even matter that we have a new set for in next couple of weeks. It doesn't matter that you know it's going to rotate next over. There, there's every three months there'll be a band and they will talk about what they have to say.
0: So. Yeah, I, I mean, I think tournament. I think attendance will go up a little bit, but I think that's more like I don't think it should have. Like, I think people are dumb. <laughs> and they like didn't play because they were afraid of Cobblade because they were too lazy to fix their sideboard or play better cards. Um, so that's my opinion. Like I, it, it's gonna go up, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I'm excited. I mean, like I wish I could play more. Unfortunately, I'm gonna like not be able to play much between work and vacation and stuff um, because I think it's gonna be fun. Like I'm gonna get the cost. Like, I'm planning on casting Frost Titan a lot lately, uh, so I wish I could play more paper magic, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Alright. I think I'm going
1: to uh, play a lot of Quicksilver and Amulets when I'm them
0: so. Yeah, perfect. Perfect segue. Nailed it, Wally. So,
1: without
0: further ado, because Wally introduced us perfectly. We're going to bring you a few M12 spoilers. So, spoiler alert for all you lamos that don't like spoilers before the official one. Okay, this one is official. It's on the Wizards website. We are going to start working our way through the M12 spoilers um, because it's all coming up quick. and We'll probably do one big spoiler cast to get you all ready for sealed. Um, but we're going to start out now and just hit, hit some highlight cards and see what's going on with them. So, we'll just start with the white. You have it all pulled up, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, just going down in white. And, like, I'm using only the Wizards one, so there's cards. Yeah, you on Salvation? No, I'm on Wizards. Okay, alright. So, we're not doing any unofficial spoilers except for one card. Um, and then we'll, so we'll only do official ones now, except for one card. And. (laughs) Let's start with that one card. Because that one card is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's called it angelic is, uh, angelic blessing, right? Angelic blessing—is not that what it's called?
1: Yeah, way better than.
0: Uh, yeah. gold so gold anyway, gold. Yeah. for anyone who hasn't seen it, yeah. if anyone hasn't seen it, it costs two colorless and two white, and it gives t- it's an enchantment. And it gives target creature plus four plus four, right? Yeah, plus four plus four, flying and first strike. It's target
1: creature becomes banned
0: Yeah, and then. Not like, so you're like, yeah, it's an enchantment though, so that's lame. Yeah, but if the enchantment would go to the graveyard, it returns to your hand.
1: No, now, it's not. If the enchantment is destroyed, it's destroyed, but if the creature dies.
0: Oh, is that it? Yeah, so the enchanted.
1: That's, that's what it says on the spoiler. So if the enchanted
0: creature dies. But oh, okay. No, no, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so I guess if the enchanted creature dies returns to your hand which is a little worse but it's not that bad so basically yeah it's sounds pretty freaking sweet because all you need is a creature and like there's just i don't know i'm thinking about all the crazy stuff like if you put this on a Mirren crusader like i don't know like game over like (laughs) like you put this on sun titan like now you have a 10 10 vigilance first strike like (laughs) returning stuff or a frost titan like same thing you have a 10-10 tapper <laughs> like first strike flying like there's it, just so many broken things I feel like you could do with this card
1: yeah I, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not real to be honest with you <laughs>
0: yeah it seems pretty real like there's artwork and everything so
1: yeah well I mean what is, it was in some of the hidden files in uh, the old Walker 2012. Um, there's some more, you know, hidden files, but too like they found like a profile of like a plane walker we've never heard of before. Um, so like people are people are really digging through the files um, to find stuff, and, and they found this card. It's in there, but it's not. You can't play with it ever. So I don't I don't know. I mean, obviously, the people that design the games and Wizards know that people are going to dig through,
0: but maybe they're doing it to find, you know, to give us
1: spoilers, or maybe they're, you know... I think so, because, like,
0: because they always set up, like, these these sites and stuff where, like, if you, like, dig through it, you know, you can, like, find Oracle stuff, and, like, you can, like, put in search terms and, like, learn what's in the new set, and so, like, I think they, like, they love to, like, watch people tinker and, like, find cool stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's tons of Easter eggs, like, yeah. Like, you know, most of what we have that spoiled, other than you know the the print run sheet that got snagged, was just like stuff from the game that we had never seen before yeah. that fit thematically with with
0: what's going on. All right. So that card's done. So I'm just gonna I'll run through them quick and I'll stop on the ones I think are cool and you stop me on the ones you think are cool. So Alabaster Mage, nothing there. Don't play it. Arbalest Elite is, like, situationally pretty sweet, but he's really expensive. Like, you're paying 4 and then 3, and you're getting a 2-3, so it's just kind of tough to justify. And then we yeah. hit the first sweet card, which I think is really sweet, is Archon of Justice. Oh, it is
1: absolutely bonkers. Yeah, so
0: it, Archon of Justice is a 4-4 flyer that costs 3 colorless and 2 white. And when Archon of Justice dies, exile target permanent. So dies is also the new keyword they're using. It used to be um, enters a graveyard from the battlefield. <laughs> so now yeah. it just dies, which makes sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what
1: we've all been saying for a long time, right? Oh, that guy died.
0: Yeah, exactly. It just makes sense. So basically this guy's like a five-turn clock, and, Like, provided you haven't done any damage yet. So like, at some point, like, he's going to die if they don't want to die. So, you're going to get to the kill their best thing. You know, like, I guess you could get exiled or something like that, but, you know, he's going to die. <laughs> so, it's just kind of a sweet trade off. Um, I don't know. It seems like a good card. Like, definitely, obviously, going to be really playable and limited. And, standard, like, I think we'll see.
1: Yeah. I'm not counting them out.
0: No, I mean, like, for a control deck, like, if you manage to stick him, like, that's a good thing. Like, you have a good beater who can, like, who is, you know, at the very worst will, like, trade with, like, two of their awesome guys. You know, or just beat yeah, him sure. and end the game. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Armored Warhorse, eh, you know, I don't know. Big dude for two mana. Salt Griffin, same as always. Uh, Oromancer... I'm um, reading it right now. Uh, it seems okay. Like, I don't know. There's not really that many bonkers enchantments. um, Divine favor, not good. <laughs> Elite Vanguard, same as it's always been. Gideon Jura, eh, mediocre fast. <laughs> <best. laughs> so yeah, Gideon got reprinted. For anyone who doesn't know yet, or he's going to get reprinted in M12. Um, yeah, it's like it's cool. It's kind of a bummer though. Like. We're not getting a new planeswalker, um, but we are getting to, like, get him for cheaper, I guess. If you haven't gotten him yet, you know, price will go down, or you'll be able to buy some M12 packs and get one. But he's the same Gideon, okay. all the same abilities. And
1: he's balkers too. Like, obviously, like, all the planeswalkers are Oh, but yeah, like, but
0: he's, like, way more than any of the other ones. <laughs> like,
1: better than Jason lines
0: his it? Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Close, Closer. <though. laughs> Uh, then we have uh, a sweet new rare, uh, Gideon's Avenger, cost one colorless and two white, and he's a two-two human soldier. But whenever a creature an opponent controls becomes tapped, put a plus one plus one counter on Gideon's Avenger.
1: So yeah.
0: and then he has sweet synergy with the next card, which is, and also sweet synergy with Gideon Jura, obviously. Gideon's Lawkeeper, which is one white. And this is, like, my favorite card in the Duel of the Planeswalker, because he's sweet. He costs one white, he's a 1-1 creature, and for one white and tap this creature, uh, you tap target creature. So, between, like, Gideon, Gideon's Lawkeeper, and Gideon's Avenger, like, you can build up Gideon's Avenger to be a pretty big dude.
1: (laughs) And we haven't seen the the uncommon that goes with Gideon yet, you know, they've... There will be a you know common common rare cycle for all the planeswalkers. Yep. Um And you can only imagine it, it's something like you know pay three capture dude, right? Yeah.
0: Like yeah. at sorceress beat or
1: something. Yeah. So. Imagine it, something along those lines, but it's the double thing is going to be sweet. They're playing soldiers really
0: hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we have Griffin Rider, who is like worth mentioning. He's a he's a one one creature for one colorless and one planes, a uh, human knight, which sounds kind of lame, but then if you control a griffin, uh a griffin rider gets plus three, plus three, and flying, so he becomes a four-four flyer, um, which is pretty sweet. Um, so in, like, limited something to be aware of, like, the white flyers deck is always a deck, you know, in uh, core sets, and there's a lot of griffins in this one, so, like, you can definitely put that little piece together, and that's something to watch out for in draft.
1: Yeah, I mean already spoiled with three three, three,
0: three, three Yeah, so then Griffin Sentinel, one three, flying vigilance for three mana. Uh then we have so, you know, Mundane Flyer, then we have lifelink, uh the same lifelink it's always been printed, Mighty Leap reprint, pacifism reprint, uh Peregrine Griffin. Uh cost five, one uh, four and one planes, flying first strike, two four. So Um uh,
1: hmm. almost unplayable unlimited, probably. Like
0: pretty bad. Paragon Griffin? Yeah. Like Unlimited is pretty good, but nowhere else. <laughs> um, even even
1: there, like that ain't what it is, but like Yeah. Like their angels being her friend. Like it's better at the same time. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. Um but he's a Griffin, I guess, so like if you get the little Griffin rider, like, you know, he becomes better. But anyway. Pride Guardian. You you
1: are you alternate art people out there? I'm like a Peter Griffin. If you can make that
0: happen, that. like, and thank you. <laughs> uh, Pride Guardian costs one planes. Defender, whenever he blocks, you gain three life. He's an 0 3. I mean, it's just kind of kind of neat. I mean, it's
1: better than both
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this one actually might live. Uh, then we have to reprint Sarah Angel, which I thought wasn't happening because I thought they were going to phase her out. But Baneslayer Angel in. So, I don't know. Maybe Baneslayer Angel isn't being reprinted. Um, which would be a big bummer, but I could definitely see it happening.
1: Yeah, so. I mean, she was going to have two in a row, um... Yeah,
0: I mean, but, like, what they said was, bad
1: at flat, I Angel. I'll be really mad. Yeah, so. what, they,
0: what they said, though, was, like, that they were going to turn Baneslayer Angel into the new Sarah Angel. Like, that was, like, the new card, you know? Because, like, Sarah Angel used to be, like, the featured Angel in corset. So, I don't know, we'll... We'll see how it turns out.
1: Yeah.
0: Siege Mastodon reprinted, uh, Spirit Mantle, uh, which is kind of cool. It's uh, enchantment, aura, cost one, colorless, at one planes, and enchant creature gets plus one, plus one, and has protection from creatures. So.
1: Yeah, it's that card begs to be paired with any card with expert, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: Like yeah. if you if you get like the the green guy that we'll get to, um the hexproof guy that gets let's you know, power company equals number four you control and you give it this, it just like beats forever. Because, like
0: they can't stop it at all ever. Yeah. So hexproof plus protected from
1: creatures equals <laughs> die um, the only day of business. Yeah, like so. progenitus
0: basically at that point.
1: <laughs> yep, so getting excited. Alright, so then we have um, it,
0: Instant Speed, 1 planes, uh, Stave Off, which just gives a creature protection of the color of your choice until end of turn. Okay. So, not that great.
1: And then it talks about, it's cool, it's, since it's a course that it talks about what protection is on the card. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like one of the biggest questions even I still have. I have to, like, remind myself, like, what protection means sometimes. So, uh, that'll be awesome, actually. I might just keep that card, like... On, in like,
1: okay, just in case.
0: Yeah, just put one of them in like every deck that I have, like just like the set next to me. <laughs> so um, then we got a blue, uh, which will obviously be the best color. And actually, to be honest, as I'll cover when we cover green, I think they actually beefed green up a lot and red um, in response to basically like every single winning draft player ever in M11 drafting blue white. <laughs> So I
1: think I have one with uh, the green red ones.
0: Like, what did you have? Overwhelming stampede.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, like
0: Yeah. So um, that was it. Like. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, like, though. <laughs> anyway, so um, A through Adapt, awesome card, limited, um, three print. Uh, even Fleetwing, uh, which is a cool card, uh, cost four mana, uh, three colorless and one blue, flying, two-two. It has hexproof, so you know, like the only way it's dying is getting blocked. So you know, if, it no, if you control the air, uh, that's a great card. Yeah,
1: I mean, we're we're two cards into blue. We've already a white. Obviously, blue and white flyers is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we about two blue cards.
0: Continue. Uh, Azure Mage is a 2-1, 1 uh, one, colorless, 1 blue, and it's a cool ability, it's a human wizard, it's a 2-1, uh, is you pay 3 and 1 blue, and it's not a tap, so you just do it as many times as you can, and you get to draw a card. So, yeah. pretty sweet. This
1: cycle is going
0: to be cool, I think. Yeah. Um, so Tower Sphinx costs 4 and a blue, it's fine, 2-5. Uh, whenever a source deals damage to Sphinx, that source's controller puts that many cards on top of his or her library, into his or her graveyard.
1: It seems like a cool thing to to pick up if, you're, if other people are trying to play Flyers too.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it only costs one blue, so, like, yeah. I mean, if you're blue, you're probably going to be flying, um, but definitely good card. Um, they repaired. Cancel. Coral Merfolk, which is 2-1 Merfolk for one colorless and one blue. Uh, they reprinted Divination, which is pretty sweet. Uh, two colorless and a blue draw two cards. Yeah. Uh, wish it was preordained, but it doesn't look like we're gonna get that. And then, this is a card I'm right. this is a card I'm excited about, and you can let me know what you think, but I think Frost Breath is pretty cool.
1: I mean, if, if nothing else, like, it was that we're probably gonna get a sweet, like, Titan cycle like, of like comments, right? That like do something similar to their power.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like right. that's why I'm kind of right. excited about
1: it. Right. <laughs> so, like, you know, like you assume that you get to bring something back with the Sun Titan one. Yeah. And some sort of ramp and some sort of like lightning bolt style effect with the red one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've so, been. I just yeah, think it's I like a.
1: a great big, big do.
0: I mean, like, it's it's a pretty powerful ability. I mean, like. For, like, three mana, I mean, you get to tap down two creatures, it's like, basically you do it during their attack step, you know, you tap down, right before they attack, you tap them down, and, like, so then they don't untap during the next attack step, so that gives you two attack steps to bash yeah, in. The, yeah, I mean, it
1: it's begging for an alpha strike. Yeah, right? and, like,
0: and it's a common, so, like, it's not, like, it's not unheard of to get up, like, two or three of them, so, like, you know, you
1: Quite can... More than feasible, you know, if you're, you know, just draft. I mean, yeah, because we're, we're going back to opening three, right? It's cool yeah. Set, so yeah, it's triple.
0: Going to do three, so. Yeah, like it wouldn't be hard to get two or three of these and just, like, keep your, <laughs> like, all your creatures, all your bronze creatures tapped down. Like, so, I don't know, I, I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, I even think I think it could be standard worthy. I just think, like, there's a lot of way, like, you want to deal damage to the opponent and like this is a way you could do it so the flavor
1: text is hilarious by the way
0: oh it's, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so, that, so it's you know tap up the two target creatures and it says if you have to be stuck somewhere for a while it's better to be stuck there with a friend so it just, that laugh. <laughs> yeah the art's sweet too It's it, I this is a cool card I like it a lot um, next is ice cage reprint um, Jace's archivist, which it seems pretty cool, um, and it's definitely like a combo player's dream. Like I remember Conley Woods built that psychosis crawler deck, and like this is actually sweet in that because it costs one colorless and two islands. It's a two-two Vidalgan wizard, and you pay one blue, and tap each player discards his or her hand. Then draws cards equal to the greatest number of cards a player discarded this way. Okay. So... A, there
1: was a sorcery before, and I'm... I'm stuck on the name. Um, but that did the same thing. It was like four mana. And it did the same thing as the sorcery.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, time reversal did a similar thing. But you drew seven.
1: No, no, this is like... It's like the exact same. Yeah. So, like... Okay.
0: This is like a sweet way to, I mean like you can do a lot of things with this, like you could just use it to like in combination with like a couple like milling effects and like mill somebody out. Um, you could use this to get the Psychosis Crawler online, um, you can just use this so to- the Psychosis Crawler die when you just it. No no no, it's not on the battlefield. Because whenever you draw a card, it deals one damage to target player.
1: Okay.
0: So the combo yes. was with Jace and like time reversal, you were dealing like eight damage a turn, oh, like nine okay. damage okay. a turn. Yeah. So again, in multiples, like you know, it just it wasn't even fair. <laughs> so anyway, so could definitely see something with it. It's a cool card. Uh, Jace's Erasure reprint levitation reprint, uh, but a good one, uh, two colorless and two blue creatures you control have flying enchantment, so pretty sweet, <laughs> uh, a duels, the planeswalkers card it's really popular, uh, lord of the unreal, two blue, uh, two two, human wizard, illusion creatures you control get plus one plus one and have hexproof. so illusions well, are the I one,
1: mean, like they don't die right? strong
0: for their Yeah, exactly. If, for those of you who don't know, illusions, uh, if you target them, they die instantly. Like, the yeah. spell doesn't even revolve. Like, they're just, it, like, they're targeted. Like, they die.
1: Yeah, I mean, spell have and a lot of them are. Um, like, there are some that said don't, no, like, some, like, the older illusions that yeah. have that clause, but... Sure,
0: sure. But all the new ones, like, in Limited, like, this is what you'll see. So, giving them Hexproof is, like, really sweet, because then... You know, like they can't be targeted and they're already super like you get like a two two for one, or oh, here's a five five dragon for four. Like some cool stuff. Um yeah. so he he'll definitely be a bomb. Um Merfolk Mesmerist, which is one and one blue for one two. Merfolk Wizard, target player puts the top two cards of his library you know, into his graveyard for one blue and a tap. So I don't know. Another mill card. <laughs> they always try to push mill and blue, and no one does it. It if there's
1: like a tutor in the format, like at some point, right? Well, that's yeah. all
0: the tutors in here. Yeah. I guess. Right? I don't know. I, I think they just try yeah, to put. They try to put mill into it, and like it never really works. It works for like one person. They're always a legend at your store for like the next couple of months. <laughs> uh, yeah. They reprinted Mind Control, which as always is a major bomb in limited in uh, the yeah, negate They gave you Phantasmal Bear Which is the bear I was talking about 1 blue for 2-2 when it becomes the target of a spell or ability Sack it And then right next to it Phantasmal Dragon Which is the same thing I just talked about And then The card is pretty sweet <laughs> And What is We're both looking at it So the next card Skywinder Drake What is that like? basically a reprint of But more powerful Oh, it's like, um, the one right? Yeah, exactly. Like, but it gets in for three instead of two. Yeah. Which I think is actually a big deal. (laughs) And it, yeah, so, I think your card's pretty pretty good. And then, turn to frog. Uh, one colorless, one blue. Target creature loses all abilities and becomes a 1-1 blue frog until end of turn. Which I think that card is sweet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it, I think
0: mean, it's funny, like, I just want to play it back with 4 turn flags and 4 turn frogs. Yeah, like turn of frogs is, is cool. <laughs> it's like diminished was like my favorite, one of my favorite cards in blue because like, people never saw it coming, and this is just like the same thing.
1: Yeah. Again, we, hilarious, hilarious flavor
0: deck. Yeah. <laughs> ribbit. <laughs> Uh, actually, the flavor text is awesome. We're not covering all of it today, but you should definitely read them all because I read them all today. The they kind of
1: tell the story. If you if you spend the time reading all of Corset's flavor text, it, yeah. It it's. Yeah. Like cool. the creatures, like the no legendaries and like the big guy, uh, they tell the story. Yeah,
0: like the next one Unsummoned, reprinted, flavor text. It's nothing personal. I just prefer if you weren't. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Pretty good
1: stuff. Uh, I'm Woo.
0: Right, like so uh let's in the interest of time just hit the highlights. You all can look up the exact cards. We'll put the link in the show notes. We're all gonna hit cards we think are interesting. What do you think of the Blood Lord? Um, I mean it's cool,
1: right? Like it gives vampires a late game, um, a little bit more of a late game. By the way. We don't
0: have a lot of the ones that we need anymore to make our so, real quick, you, uh, we just like went through the blue and white cards, and then we're like, okay, so we just want to fly through the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, there's,
1: there's nothing really there that like, <laughs> we're we'll stop to tell you that, like, Titan's are to re Like, it's cool, um, like, there's obviously a vampire theme in Black, a lot of creatures are, are black. I mean, what they're just cool, right, because when... If an opponent's a dealt damage, this turn, um, the creature is about, both half. how many one will counter down for the second um, and this guy gets all your vampires bloodthirst three. Um, that being said, multiplayer Bloodthirst is sweet, because if your opponent hits, or like, if your partner hits somebody, or like, if anyone else hits anyone else, then you can, uh, play your guy, that counts.
0: So. Yeah, um, one thing to keep in mind with bloodthirst, a lot of people have been asking me, is like, so, it's like any damage. So, like, you can do a 1 or you can do, like, 19. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he still gets, like, whatever Bloodthirst he has. Like, Bloodthirst 3 is, like, 3 plus 1, plus 1 counters. Bloodthirst 2 is 2 plus 1, plus 1 counters. Like, it doesn't matter how much damage you do.
1: Yeah, um, and I, th- I think this is just, like, it seems like it's trying to push new players, like, that's the core that is, like, you new people play. Um, like, to automatically be better to learn to play their creature second main phase. Um, because, you know, 90% of the time, right, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Combat. So, yeah,
0: unless it has, like, um, an effect or something. But the number of, like, enters the battlefield effect were, like, huge at one point. So, like, it, <laughs> it did become, like, interesting. Because, like, basically the era I grew up in, like, I was basically casting, like, Bloodbird Elves and then I started casting Wall of Omens, which like you wanted the card to see what else you could play. <laughs> and then Stoneforge, which like you wanted the yeah, so it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, the next interesting card, so do you think you will play Distress ever in standard?
1: Man, I don't know. Like it seems really good. It, I mean I guess if I play Monoblack Black ever like it's just another sweet hand destroying spell, right? Mono black. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, like it's like, I mean, is it? It's, it's not better than Thoughtseize, but it, it's pretty good, right? <laughs>
1: oh yeah, no, it, it, it's quite good. Um, I mean, I don't know, like it answers Jay's. Don't so Mystic and the equipment that you get. So I wish that they had three banning. Right? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because if it, it anything that's not a land and they have to discard it for two mana, which is, I mean, it's kind of bonkers. Like all the other ones cost one mana in our situational. Yeah. Right. This one,
0: like, I'm
1: just gonna get whatever's not a land, like whatever the biggest threat is. Yeah. Exactly. Days. So I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think if if Modern comes by, well, um. Which I, I still don't know, even if it's, even if it's great, if I'm going to play it. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a good card. It's really good. I mean, yeah. probably pretty bonkers There's limited, right? Like, yeah, take both, their best thing. Both they draw their bombs, right? And then take it, and then it's over. Like, they're going to Yeah,
0: up. especially because i limited. You can usually read players when they draw their bomb. so. <laughs> yeah. Um, all or, right, so uh, Doom Blade got reprinted. Uh, which is sweet. And then there's a new card, Monomania. Uh, three colorless, two black. Target player chooses a card in his or her hand and discards the rest And it's Sorcery. So uh, it just seems that, I
1: mean, at the 5-5, they probably have, like, three or
0: four cards left in their hand, right? Yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of what I thought. Like, unless you're playing... Like, it's good against a control deck, but, like, I think most of the control decks by now will have, like... You know enough counter spells that they won't worry about this.
1: Yeah, I, I would like to back up the hideous visage. Um, sure. It is it's a sorcery for for two the creatures. You get get intimidate where they can't be blocked by artifact creatures, and you know creatures of chair color. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty cool because it can make your like just not vulnerable. yeah Yeah. It's yeah. I mean,
0: I think it's cool because like a lot of the black cards enable bloodthirst, which is like the theme they were going for, and I think they did a good job of doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean that,
0: that really does it. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of the next one, does it pretty well too. Um, Onyx Mage is interesting. It's one colorless and one black, and then for one colorless and one black target creature you control gains death touch until end of turn. So it's kind of cool because it basically turns any creature deadly. Um, and then, like, obviously if you get through, you get the Bloodthirst, and then, you know, you just keep building a bigger and bigger army, and eventually they have to start trading away guys, so. Yeah. Um, they brought back Reassembling Skeleton, which always offers good fun. Um, Send Gear Vampires back, which is an old card that's coming back. That
1: used to be rare.
0: Yeah, it did used to be rare, yeah.
1: It's uncommon. I, did, I just know that it's uncommon. Yeah,
0: so... Um Soren Markov is back. Exactly. Yeah. How okay, he, was.
1: he was Unplayable before, right?
0: Soren, um yeah, I mean like in limited obviously he's a huge bomb, but like I played him and like every time I, pl- every time I played him, I thought he was really good. It just I don't know, okay. like Grave Titan and Frost Titan were always in the same spot, and so it was like tough to justify playing Soren when I could be playing Grave Titan.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. That was my problem with the card always, and that problem still exists. <laughs> so I think
1: I, it's weird. Like, Mindslaver itself, like, the card doesn't seem very black, and so to give him an ability that is essentially minus 7 Mindslaver
0: seems weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Mindslaver is pretty black. I mean...
1: It just doesn't feel... I mean, okay, maybe not... Fa- it doesn't feel very vampire Yeah,
0: I think right? that's true. That's true. But...
1: Okay. Vampire. Yeah.
0: Word, new word, new word. <laughs> um then we have Soren's Thirst, which is two black, and Soren's Thirst deals two damage to target creature, and you gain two life. So, it's kinda like
1: his plus two, like exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like like it actually. Um Performance yeah. is good.
1: Nothing much. What's is that?
0: Oh, it's Tormented Soul. Format. Yeah, yeah. So, Armanded Soul is a 1-1, one, 1-black, one, one and it's, uh, can't block and it's unblockable. So, it's just, like, a constant Bloodthirst enabler. Yeah. Um, and then the Vampire Outcast is a pretty cool card. If you have Bloodthirst, completely crap. If you don't, it's, a uh, 2 colorless and 2 black for a 2-2 two, two with Bloodthirst 2 and Lifelink. So, if you Man, get Bloodthirst...
1: So, like, a 2-2 two, two lifelinker for 4, is that, like
0: ridiculously over it. Yeah, it's pretty like, bad, though. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I mean, i play played cards, though. Like, my... Yeah, my like, Child of Night's a 2-1 a
0: linger for 2, though, so... That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, but if you have Bloodthirst, like, it's,
1: it's... good.
0: Yeah, it gets much better with Bloodthirst. Um... Warpath Ghoul, which is basically a reprint. Um... Ring Flash... Not interesting.
1: I mean, um, it's, it's a cool combat trick, right? Like, they're dude, whatever, like a 3-3, three, three. you have a 2-2. Two, two.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it's a combat trick. Like, <laughs> something you have to be aware of, but it's not like...
1: I mean, you, you kill their O-1, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So, like, their,
0: their
1: X-1, right? So kill their Tormented fools, um, And they're, all of their mages, right? Like, if mages end up being good... Okay. So
0: we have Zombie Infestation, which is a one colorless, one black, enchantment. Discard two cards, put a two-two black Zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Um, interesting. <laughs> interesting in that um, like you can like if you're using like a good dredge strategy, this is a pretty good card. So.
1: Yeah, one well, at instant speed, too, so it allows you to make a, a blocker at instant speed yeah. before doing their turn
0: and have a two-two meter. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's definitely some applications for it, like, I don't know, probably won't fit because it's enchantment, it seems a little slow, but, I don't know, we'll see. Going on in red, uh, Act of Treason is reprinted, Bonebreaker Giant is 4-4 four, four for 5, Chandra's Outrage was reprinted, and uh, the first new card we get to is Chandra's Phoenix. Uh Sweet. Yeah, one colorless, two red. Uh, some sweet art, actually, on it. Chandra's on it. And there's a phoenix. and It's a 2-2 flyer with haste. And the cool ability, makes it a rare, is whenever an opponent is dealt damage by a red instant or sorcery spell you control, or by a red planeswalker you control, return Chandra's phoenix from your graveyard to your hand. Um, so, pretty cool. Um, like, you know, a constantly recurring source of two damage. Um, you have to pay 3 for it every time, which, in red decks, sometimes your mana is pretty precious and you can get more value than paying 3 for this. Yeah. But red decks do have a problem with finishing games with their reach, so maybe this is an answer. Yeah.
1: This next mage is really cool.
0: Like, he makes me think that, like, red's gonna be good. Yeah, okay. So, Crimson Mage is a one colorless, one red, and pay one red. The 2-1 creature. Pay okay, one red, and target creature you control gains haste until end of turn. So where was this when the Eldrazi were huge? <laughs> right. um, so yeah, so, I mean, definitely accelerates red's plan. <laughs> so I can't yeah. complain with that. Um, Fiery Hellhound was reprinted. Fireball was reprinted. Bash Dragon was reprinted. Fling was reprinted. Furyborn Hellkite's a new one. He's a mythic. He's a piece of crap. Don't ever play him. But if you want to, and you want to know about him, got right. <laughs> four. I mean, be, be pretty good in
1: like your sealed pool,
0: right? Oh, for sure. Sorry. I mean, I should preface everything like in sealed. Like, sure, he's he's definitely pretty solid. Um, but anywhere else, he's just like a win more card. <laughs> um, well, I mean, just, I
1: mean, a six 6 flyer for seven is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, like, even if you don't get the Bloodthirst. So, anyway, let me read it. It's 4 colors, 3 3-Red, 6-6-Flying, six six but he has Bloodthirst 6. <laughs> so, I mean, if you get Bloodthirst, he's a 12-12 flyer. If which, they didn't reprint
1: Doomblade, this card would be awesome.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's still Sweden Limited. I mean, like, it's it's still going to be, like, really good. It's just, like, in competitive standard, which is what we talk about, like, it's just not going to cut it.
1: I mean, I think it's bad
0: every constructed format. Yeah. Um, like, probably
1: pretty good Pack Wars.
0: <laughs> Goblin Arsonist, uh, plus one red. And re- uh, it's a reprint, I don't care. Goblin Bang Chuckers is an awful, awful card. I really hope people play it <laughs> against I, I me. Don't understand. As, I just
1: you don't know, get it like It's just how you identify, identify... And There was like whatever like Sorcerer's Strong where you Refliped a coin And like so I guess we have to have something that's like luck But it's like for the one mean, Yeah
0: like, It's just
1: like We're it... not just like playing Cassie Right like you want some skill ball
0: Yeah it identifies we're, bad we're, like, players
1: like, wonder dude like make it a
0: 2-3 Yep no, It identifies bad players It's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Goblin <laughs> Fire Slinger <laughs> Uh, it's okay. Uh, we'll you read it. The one we're excited about is Goblin Grenade. It's a yeah. reprint. It costs 1 red, sorcery speed. As has an additional cost to cast Goblin Grenade, sack a goblin. Goblin Grenade deals 5 damage to target creature or player. Yeah. The, uh,
1: the first line in the, in the rules box there kind of makes me nervous only because, like, kill your dude and then your spell gets countered.
0: So, For sure, yeah, like, I mean, like, but, but there's...
1: Finally, we haven't seen Mana Leaks, so it's probably alright.
0: I mean, like, are Red is, like, serious. It's like, with doing this and Artillerize, like, it just has, like, a lot of reach all of a sudden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, and you're dead. Yeah, like, it's like... not like, only does it already kill you on, like, turn 5, right, or turn 4? Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, and that's, like, if you didn't scoop already. But, like, now it's like, oh, like, we didn't kill you by turn 5, so we're dead. It's like, oh wait, no, you're at five, I'll take one life, or yeah.
0: one life and kill you. Yeah, well, like, the problem is, like, when I drop my Baneslayer, right, like, I've pre- like, in most matches, I feel like I've stabilized, and now it's, like, crap. <laughs> you just yeah. do five damage out of nowhere, so.
1: Not only that, but if you sacrifice Goblin Orsonist.
0: Yeah, it's six damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, definitely something to look out for. Goblin Piker reprint, Goblin Tunneler reprint, Goblin Warprint, Paint reprint. Gorhorn Minotaurs is interesting, right. you can read it, not that great. Grim Lava Mancer, reprint at a rare, super cool. <laughs> 1 red, 1-1, one, one. Uh, Human Wizard, pay 1 mountain and tap it. Exile 2 cards from your graveyard, and Grim Lava Mancer deals 2 damage to her creature or player. Let
1: me say, red is going to be housed from, like, July 16th? to, like,
0: middle of October, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, um, as long as Goblin Guide's still in the format, it's gonna be, yeah. As soon as Goblin Guide rotates, it's gonna have a little trouble, but, I mean, even, like, this card in Podolta, Red is good, because, like, you're, like, blowing up your artifacts and stuff, and then you can just use those to, like, you know, exile them away to, like, shoot for two. Like, I don't know, you can even, uh, there's just, like, a lot of applications. <laughs> So, uh, they reprinted Incinerate, which means they're probably not going to reprint Lightning Bolt, which is obviously a big loss to Red as well. Um, so look yeah, out so for that.
1: Yeah, have Shock, you know, say, um,
0: Blue, Drummond, Shock, they all the Shock is being reprinted. Yeah, so they have Shock, Galvanic Blast, right? Yeah, Shock, Galvanic Blast, Incinerate, you know. So, it, like we I, I are talking about today, for like two months you could play like, just nothing but red burn. <laughs> like yes. 40 burn spells and 20 lands and just try to get there.
1: <laughs> you might. You might get there.
0: Yeah, um, you might. I dare you to try. Um, they're reprinting the Titan cycle, so yay, I guess. Except not, because that just makes them the only 6-drop you'll ever play. Should is a bummer. Then, just yeah,
1: the Praetor will still not really deploy. Because when well, you just rather play a bombing six drop two times in a row, yeah, than a bombing six drop and a less bombing seven
0: drop. Yeah, but then like also the hit the seven is like it's just like you have to play more mana then. I mean like you realistically have to play like at least 26-27 lands if you're gonna hide, hit seven drops. But six drops <laughs> like you can like play twenty five and not worry about it. So yeah, that's um, reprinted Lava Axe, reprinted Lightning Elemental, reprinted Manic Vandal, reprinted Shock. Reprinted Slaughter Cry, new card Stormblood Berserker. Uh, it's a Blood Durst one. Look it up. Tectonic Rift, uh, not interesting. And then Volcanic Dragon, which is kind of cool because it's that uncommon. Which is like, this is one of the reasons why I think red got a lot better actually. Yeah. Um, Volcanic Dragon costs four and two red, and it's flying haste four four creature. Um, so I think they were looking at. Blue white flyers just being like the only archetype played before, and they were like, "We need an answer in red, and this is it, at uncommon." So.
1: Yeah, but it's it's a red like all the flyers that beat you and blue white are like three and four
0: drops. Yeah, so like they'll get in some swings, you know. But and maybe. It's still red. It's yeah. A line. So, yeah, maybe you can use this to stabilize. Um, yeah. So anyway, green. Uh reprint acidic slime, which is sweet. It's a really sweet card. It, I'm just I'm glad they keep playing it because it, it just seems really good. Um reprint Brindlebore, reprint cudgel trill. New card, Dungrove Elder, two colorless and a Pl- and a forest. Hexproof, and it's power and toughness are equal to the number of forests you control.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So definitely a limited bomb because like you just play it on turn three and then they can't do anything about it and you just wait to attack with it until it's like you know, unkillable by creatures. <laughs> yeah. So and it's just slowly getting big on defense. So pretty good card. Garrick's companion reprint, Garrick's Horde, uh, which is interesting. It costs seven, five, call us two four, seven seven creature with trample. And then play with the top card of your library revealed. You may cast the top card of your library if it's a creature card. Do this only if you, yeah, you, know, you have to pay for the spell. So. And you have
1: to do it uh, during your turn when there's no spells in the deck.
0: Oh yeah, sorcery speed, Sorcer- sorcery yeah. speed, um, yeah. So definitely like. Yeah, it's a solid card it gives like green a little reach kind of it's kind of like Oracle Maldaya. like its kind of like gives green an ability to like play an extra card that they wouldn't normally be able to I mean it basically says like draw a card if it's a creature, <laughs> you know so um so that's that's good <laughs> it's rare, so limited like you know it's a bomb, obviously um we have giant spider reprinted the last survivor. Uh, it's been in every core set ever printed. Um, new Elf, which has Hexproof, look it up. And then Sweet Card, Hunter's Insight.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, why don't you talking about this one? Um, uh,
1: it's a 3 minutes instant 2 on a green. Uh, two target creature you control whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker's turn. You don't have that many guards. So, like, like, for green, like, drawing cards is just really good, because you always end up, like, turning, like, six with nothing in your hand. And so, like, if you have this, you can, like, attack with, like, your two or three guys, right? And, like, they let your two-two through, and you, you know, they, so before damage, you, you cast this, target that guy, and you can draw two cards. Um which is pretty awesome. And it, it works even if you get their walker. Which is a problem before with, like, some of these, like, draw card effects, they're, so, like, do cool
0: stuff okay, because it didn't work so often, so Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's a sweet card. I think it's a great card for green. Green's card draw has always been a problem and this kind of solves part of that answer. So, cool card. Um, Primeval Titan reprinted. Um, and basically there's a couple other interesting things. We'll let you guys check them out. We'll talk about them more on our sealed cast. Um, but, because I wanted to basically spend some time talking about the two artifacts. They're bonkers. Um, one's Manalith, which costs three colorless, and add one mana of any color to your mana pool.
1: Yeah, the things fit really good.
0: And then, so that's cool, I mean like, definitely a sweet commander card, um, just a good card. Like, you yeah, know, helps your mana ramp, um, helps you splash, just keep it in <laughs> mind. But the real reason in the real time we want to spend some time on the next card is Quicksilver Demon. Amulet. Oh,
1: not Quicksilver? What's that? I think we should talk about how awesome Demon
0: Sword is. <laughs> no. Quicksilver Sorry. Amulet. Costs four. So uh, it's a rare artifact. It costs four. Uh, you pay four and tap it, and you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield.
1: The low title.
0: Yeah, I mean, for a little while, it's like, hello Iona, hello Emrakul, hello Ulamog, <laughs> like hello <Yeah>. Blightsteel. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a little Blightsteel for a long time. Yeah, uh, for a very long time. Like, um, I don't know how to, like, like I, I don't think I'm undervalu- or overvaluing this card, but I, I'm definitely going to be playing three... In every control deck I build for like the next couple months. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: just like, well, even after that, right? Because you can just to, like
0: put your Titans in at instant, at instant speed. Yeah, so, like, and like, that's
1: the. Your attack your going to 5-5, and then like, I got my Baneslayer Angel, kill your guy, I and mean, he's like, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Go. And they never know what you're hiding. Like, you could be hiding Grave Titan, Frost Titan, Baneslayer Angel, like, Elishnorn, like, Blightsteel Colossus, great, you know, whatever it is, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about in the control colors I play, but there's just so many applications, and it just seems really broken. <laughs> so, yeah, for I me, it was like Avengers
1: and the right? Like, those are pretty bonkers.
0: Yeah, and there seems to be a ton of applications, and like, some people are obviously going to say, well, wouldn't you rather just cast those cards? It's like, like, yes and no. Like, if I'm a control deck, I want to be able to have the opportunity to mana leak something or to spell pierce it or counter it you know and then i'm like oh i I won't put a creature into play you know i'll just wait and i'll do the same thing next turn draw a card and pass the turn back and (laughs) then they're like
1: like,
0: yeah and then they're just dirtling around they don't do anything i'm like okay cheat in my creature you know like it's i don't know it's Yeah, I want to play with somebody who played competitive Magic the last time this card was legal because this is a reprint. Um, Like I've played with it before, but like I'm pretty sure that there was like four of these in the World Championship deck, like of that year. So I I want to go back and look to be sure, but like the fact that they're reprinting this card, especially right after an artifact block, like it just seems awesome. (laughs) Like it is going. R- it's going right into my blue black Tesserate list. Like <laughs>
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and like and it goes into like everything I'm already doing, which is like mana ramping and drawing cards and then I get this and I have big fatties and like I think that's what that deck's gonna end up being. It's just like Tesseret and like some mana ramp and card draw and then fatties.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you just put cross and grave and right.
0: Yeah, I mean it's like almost yeah, and like worm coil engine and, and um What's the one, uh, Mere Battlesphere, Blightsteel Colossus, like, yeah, and like, some of the, all the, like, Wormcoil, Coil, Mere Battlesphere, and Blightsteel are all fetchable by Tezzeret too, so it's going to, like, guarantee me I always have something to cheat in.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know, like, throwing a little, like, card draw and maybe some, like, targeted removal or counter magic, and I'm there.
1: <laughs> Until the set rotate, right? Like, you still have pre days. Into it. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So I I can't wait to play with this card. Um, and I hope everyone else is, is pumped about it too. Yeah. So uh last we both have duels of the Planeswalkers. I'm actually looking at my promo grave titans and frost titan. Uh what are your thoughts?
1: Uh I'm I'm liking it. Uh it's fun. It's a neat way to play Magic. It seems like it's going to do its job to get non-Magic players into the store better than the last of does, Because they're offering this suite, like, if you bought the game and, like, you made it so far, like, you can unlock this screen that says like, oh, well, on such and such a day in September, like, come and play Magic and get a free stuff. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, that seems cool. Like, I'm definitely going to the
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool.
1: Um, like, it's... You know lot, it's funny, like I went plan a day and like like the, the loading screens, like some of them tell a story, some of them explain the rules. But like one of them today the was like Mara, like N A R O stands for Mark Rock, Rosewater. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. why why would I need to know that like normally? But it's just like you know, hey, like it's just like explaining a little bit more of like the terminology that we like we have like impetus like, we like people like kind of our finger on the balls, we just, we just take the game, <coughs> everyone should know, right? So, it's good.
0: I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's super fun. Um, the user interface is like a little weird at times, um, it's just like hard sometimes to like know when you're supposed to play your instance, right? Like, I don't know if you had that same experience, but, like...
1: <laughs> I turned my, uh, where it switches between phases automatically. I turned that where, like, you have to, like, progress the phases. Yeah. For, like, I turned that on. Yeah. And then, like, simplified targeting. targeting so like, I was, like, trying to do stuff to my own creatures that you wouldn't
0: yeah, do. I was trying, yeah, through. I did the same thing. I bounced my own creature in response to a removal spell, which, like, they didn't think was... <laughs> yeah, they're
1: like, we don't think that's a good idea. I'm like, yeah, like... Okay,
0: be like paper tiger. you're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, other than that, like I think it's a sweet game too. Like Arch Enemy has been really hard for me, which is funny because like you haven't had the same experience. But like I can barely ever win a match.
1: Well, like, like you were saying, like you play and like he has like
0: turn one, you know. Yeah, he plays like, like turn like, one, one Darksteel Colossus. <laughs> and it's the best creature
1: he's ever resolved is one Engine, and I just arrested it. And beat it. Yeah. Like, I played
0: against Gather ten times and like had not lost. But like the green blue deck week you could play Gormog and Prime Will type, like, Roy Replication and so forth. Yeah, no, I the other day that's the way I won. The, the like I literally spent four like it took me like forty tries to beat Koth in Arch Enemy and I tried it with like all different combos. Like, the only way I was able to do it was with the blue uh green deck. It's like basically like polymorph deck, like ramp deck. And the only way I was able to do it is by right, by kicking a kicked right application on my primeval titan, <laughs> which we well, so got. Like,
1: I always like end up getting my like unblockable six six. Yeah. And kicking the right on that, or like taking whatever their bomb is. Yeah. So, like, I have no problem with arch enemy. Like one or two tries, each guy.
0: I know. Um, I I just keep getting hosed. I, I don't know. Those, they always seem to flip the perfect arch enemy card. Like they've literally whiffed like. Maybe four times. <laughs> okay, I'm able
1: like, my favorite is destroy all of my on permanent but, like, turn one. So, like, currently it seems like they get the, everyone shuffles their hand back in. Like, you draw seven arrows on four. After I keep that, there's, like, two lands, stone, mystic, and, like, four new It's Like, all this, like, sweet stuff. It's like, honestly, like, when I return to Argenta Marmor, like, I return three Argenta Marmor, and I'm, like, attached to my Duke, and then, like, four out and there, and just win. But, like, uh, shuffle
0: your hand back into your library. Yeah. No, mine- my games pretty much always go like this. Uh, Arch Enemy card flips, like, reel the first three cards, put all the lands into play, the rest in your hand. Three lands. Like, plays a land, like, <laughs> drops a four drop. Like, we all drop our land and say go. <laughs> and like, turn two, like- Take two lands and put them in your library, or take them out of your library and put them into the battlefield. Okay, so then, like, he plays another creature, he's, like, got somebody down to 15 already. So, then we all play our second land, go. Third arch enemy card, like, deal damage to each opponent equal the number of cards in their hand. We're all going to 13, like, he draws another card and kills somebody. <laughs> It's like turn three. It's like me and another guy. We each have a creature in play, and like the archenemy has like four, <laughs> and we have two mana, and he has like seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've won. Like some of the games I've like, won. Like I've just sat there. Like I died on like turn four or whatever. I just like watched and like they must take.
0: Yeah, like so I've uh just,
1: like, wide, two the computers like they're slow.
0: Yeah, they are okay. slow for some reason.
1: Yeah, but. It's no, it, funny, they just don't have a lot to play it out because they just like pull it
0: off. Yeah, no, I literally like, I would, I think it took me like 10 times before I even got the Archenemy Under 30 life, like,
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <wow. laughs> it's not like I'm making bad plays, it's just like, it was like, I'm making like the optimal play, and... You
1: obviously never got through your 1-up Stoneforge Mystic to get your 1-up Sword of War and Peace to meet God.
0: Oh right. no, I would like, all the time, I would have, like, Stoneforge Mystic and of War and Peace, like, equip it to a core duelist, duelist and, like, bash him. And, like, gain a lot of life and, like, kill him and then he'd flip over and destroy three permanents.
1: <laughs>
0: or, like, deal X damage to target creature, like, or, like, the one that, like, you pay X mana. And, of course, he has, like, eight mana, so, like, you, you pay X mana, deals, like, X damage to target creature, like, target player and all creatures he controls. So, like, yeah, it's like, not... Yeah, so it's not red, so he just rafts my board, and then beats me the rest of the way down, and then I have, like, one creature that has protection, and he has, like, eight. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how I kept playing. <laughs> like, yeah, other, good,
1: right?
0: like, other than the screw Trevor bug, which seems to have happened, <laughs> like, but okay, because
1: every time we roll a target, he's like, I'll roll a 19, you'll roll a 20, I'll roll... You'll roll a 2, I'll roll
0: a 1. And that's, like, true. that's true. That's true. But I wanted to get by the archenemy so badly. <laughs> well, what I, does it to like, I
1: know, we do have start to start playing. Like, the computer,
0: like, the AI, like, get, like, <laughs> Yeah. Which is a problem. Like You figure
1: like once you unlock the
0: cards... <coughs> yeah.
1: The best, works, so. But it's fun. I like
0: it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely fun. I would recommend it to anyone, like... Especially like, there's probably still some promo cards out there too, so go get those and um, tell your friends about it. It's, it's a fun way to introduce them to the game, and the decks are fun. They're kind of like, I don't know, they're all like event decks basically. Like once you get them all blinged out, so like they're fun to play and like kill a couple minutes with. And the puzzles are actually super fun, like to figure out. So I think we both are solidly recommending it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I like the game. I. I wish you could be the archenemy. enemy.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a big flaw. <laughs>
1: My main criticism is that like you can't play like like I couldn't have like you and like two other guys boot it up and play against me online where I'm the archenemy enemy, like it doesn't work.
0: Yeah, that is a bummer. So. I mean it
1: seems fine though, like otherwise, like two out is just a little slow.
0: So Here's the deal. As always, we're going to have a little contest for all you loyal listeners that listened all the way to the end of our cast. Um, So, you know the drill by now, or if you're new, here's what it is. Follow Wally or I on our Twitter accounts and leave a comment down below and we will do a random drawing for a Grave Titan. So, free Grave Titan in the mail, shipped to you. All you gotta do is follow us at Twitter, which is uh, in the show notes, um, and leave a comment down below. So, that's it. That's Episode 9. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the cast, and please leave your comments in the uh, comments section. And we look forward to you in a couple weeks.
1: And the new Commander next Week.
0: Yeah, we didn't even get the Commander. Oh my god, we're have to do another cast. But if we don't, we'll talk about it next time. Maybe when we had a little more time to play with them. Yeah,
1: they're, they're I will say
0: I will say this though: if you want a commander deck, go see Evil Squirrel Comics. They are selling five commander decks, so one of each, for a hundred and five dollars. It's like a hundred and fifteen after tax. It's in the best deal you'll find out there. Like I'm pretty sure the commander decks are going for like fifty bucks a pop right now. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: they're was forty and fifty. So. Yeah,
0: so. Like, you're not going to get a better deal. I ordered mine. I'm super stoked to get them. Uh, check it out. As always, yep. thanks to Lake Snoopy Games, uh, Jason, the store, uh, supporting us and supporting you guys. So go check it out. Go play some magic congrats there. Congrats
1: on the new baby.
0: What's that? Oh, yeah. Congrats, congrats on the new baby. Yeah. Congrats, Jason, on the new baby. Oh, that awesome, man. Hope you're enjoying it. And uh, we'll see you in person. Smoke Stogie. Uh check out Evil Squirrel Comics as always and Chicagoland Games Dice Dojo. Uh, they sell singles, they sell magic cards, all magic products, and they offer F and M, Saturday and Sunday events, Tuesday night, Commander Night. It's all there. Check it out. Uh you can see all these sponsors in the show notes. Yeah, that's it. I'll
1: it.
0: That's it. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week.
1: Alright, bye.